Everybody and welcome to the quest for the best season one and a half zero point five uh, Ducktales reboot edition. I am uh, your host Nathan, and with me we have Dewey, also known as James. Hello, and Donald Duck, also known as Derek. Yay! This is the that's first of Donald the- Duck. What? That's not how Donald Duck sounds. Do it again. <clears throat> <laughs> that sounded like a Nazgul, so I good can, enough. I can't do Donald Duck I, saying yay. <laughs> I couldn't understand what you were saying, so it's pretty accurate to the show. Yeah. Yes. He's the bat- bane of from Dark Knight Rises of the DuckTales reboot. I well, anyway, as a bit of a preface, uh, this is a supplemental, I guess, addition to the normal Quest for the Best podcast where we are reviewing and ranking Disney films at the moment, thus dating this this episode. Uh, but we thought we'd do a little side project where we watch the DuckTales reboot and kind of assess and ranked those as well as they came out. So just this is just a little bonus that you're getting in addition to your usual stuff. And if this is published before regular quest for the best stuff, then stay subscribed. Uh, we're going to cover all the Disney mainstream movies starting from 1985 to the modern and rank them and then move on to other things or similar things. We haven't fully decided yet, but Mm. stay subbed, please. Anyway, Mm. we're going to talk about DuckTales. So the DuckTales reboot finally came out. Um, The first, I guess it's kind of like two episodes, but it's one big pilot episode, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's two episodes, so it's regular um, cartoon length of about 20, 22 minutes, but just since most pilots are multiple episodes. And they put the intro in the middle, which was uh, something. <laughs> so <laughs> the normal structure of this podcast, uh, we usually talk about our familiarity with the content when we're rewatching it. Um, seeing as this is a series, I guess we'll just take a minute and say, how many of you guys, like, did you guys watch DuckTales? How familiar are you with the television show? How recently have you kind of watched it? Uh, James, you want to start with I, that? Yeah, I watched a few episodes back in the day. I haven't seen it in years, so I'm only peripherally knowledgeable about the show. How about you, Derek? All right, so... DuckTales, the actual show, I ha- when I was a kid, I didn't really have much opportunity to watch it. But what I did have opportunity was I grew up in Europe, and I'm sure most people listening to this podcast will be familiar with the fact that Disney, especially Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse comics, are huge in Europe. So I grew up reading those, uh, in particular, the sort of semi-canon of Carl Barks and Don Rosa's work. Especially with Don Rosa, who got went into, he basically took the ducks more seriously, and he's the one that wrote kind of wrote the history of Scrooge McDuck, and a lot of what he and Carl Barks did is what um, a lot of stuff in the Ducktales show was based on. And so right. it wasn't until years later that I sat down and was able to watch exactly 
well, let's see, about three seasons worth of DuckTales because Disney won't give me the rest. <laughs> All right. Yep. <laughs> and um, I watched the show a lot as a – well, not a lot. I watched the show as a kid at my cousin's house. Uh, I recall watching the movie a lot. Um, mm-hmm. oh, I love and I movie. couldn't for the life of me tell you anything about it. I did try to like rewatch a few episodes a year or so ago, and to be honest, they didn't hold up as well to my nostalgia as I mm. thought they would. Um, mm. To be, I mean, if we're being completely fair here, I probably am more familiar with the DuckTales NES game than I am with the television show. <laughs> the, game, the game's awesome, um, as well as its reboot that came, or I guess remaster or whatever that came out mm-hmm. a few years back. Um, but yeah, not a, not a ton of experience minus knowing the songs. Cause I think everybody who's our age knows the Disney afternoon theme songs. So with that, let's kind of start talking a little bit about the pilot episode. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just briefly go over the, the plot. The general gist is it's kind of an establishing episode for the first half. And then the second half is like their first adventure that kind of shows that these characters have chemistry, or at least that's their intention. Um, the basic premise is Donald Duck uh, lives with his nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, who all have personalities now. And he's going to go apply for a job, so he drops him off at Scrooge's house, who's no longer just rich, but he's kind of like a retired adventurer um, who yearns for his olden days when he was off adventuring. So uh, he, Huey, Dewey, and Louie kind of – and I can never remember the name of the freaking last duck <laughs> – the, the girl duck. Oh, Webby. Webby. Webby, thank you. Um, and Webby kind of – they have a little adventure in the house and then they bond and then they go off to find the lost city of Atlantis and that's kind of the second episode. And as a hilarious turn of fate, Donald is working for Scrooge McDuck's rival, uh, insert name here. Glom remember. Thank you. See, I, I don't remember any of this stuff. <laughs> that's why who's I'm also here. Trying to, thank you. Who's also trying to find the lost city of Atlantis. And so, of course, they – their paths intersect, and Donald is like, "Why? What is going on?" And Scrooge and the nephew succeed, and Donald's like, "Oh, I guess you can go on adventures with them sometimes." And there's a little hint at Donald being an adventurer in the past, as well as Huey, Dewey, and Louie's like maternal mother somehow being connected. That's kind of there as like a little stinger spoiler to yeah. get keep you watching. Yeah. So those familiar with the show, um, just in brief, I think the only core difference besides the cast that I found was giving Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby distinct personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which tra- transitioning the things I liked, while I did feel a lot of their personalities were kind of the generic post 2010 kids show children personalities. It was like stereotypes. It was nice that they were like characters <laughs> yeah. versus the original show where they yep. were not. Yeah, I think out of those four, I think Webby is possibly the most marked improvement just because she's a much more entertaining character. I kind of related her to she's very similar to Mabel from Gravity Falls in a lot of ways, which I like Mabel. So that's a good thing for me. I felt like that Webby... Uh, giving her the abilities that she has in the new show makes it way more interesting having her participate in the quests. Like, I don't remember her having really any abilities in the old TV show. I think and this she one, was cute and cried a lot. That's all I remember. Yeah. Yep. 
And so I like her being able to actually do stuff. I also really like having the brothers have different personalities. I think maybe eventually by the end of the show, I will remember who is who and what whose personality is who and who wears what color. Hmm. But they all really thought, did a lot with Dewey, I think, in these two, the blue duck. Yeah, which I think is probably a good idea to focus on one of them and really give us more of an idea of who that character is. So to help us remember which is which. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it had Launchpad, who yeah. I thought was the best joke in the sh- one of the best jokes in the show. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had that mix of dumbness, but it wasn't as dumb, I felt, as the original show. Yeah. Kind of modernized him a bit. They, d- which I liked. Yeah, they did. I, I did enjoy just how his desperate. I'm a pilot. Throughout the entire first part, <laughs> this running gag where Scrooge keeps saying he needs a pilot, and Launchpad is quick to interject that he is a pilot, and Scrooge just ignores him because he's yeah. limo driver. Or yeah, and I did enjoy. I did enjoy the joke where he's like, "Oh yeah, family truly is the most important." Th- oh no, the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I this is not paying attention. Yeah, and yeah, I really, I do like his update. I think just pretty much all of the characters, for the most part, get updated and improved upon. Um, Mrs. Her, yeah, Mrs. Yeah, is actually like not old. Yeah, it's like they do, like they redesign her and make <laughs> yeah. her. They make her look a lot more intimidating just because they go for a more broad-shouldered look and they give her a much more entertaining personality. Like, youngest grandmother ever, I think. Possibly. But, yeah, but, so... Yeah. They don't do much with her, but... Yet, but I feel like they set her up as a character that I'd actually enjoy having an entire episode or more dedicated to. Which I can't say for the original version of the character. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of, like, the main thing that this show is going for. It is it modernizes and improves upon a lot of the characters... Um, or at least the ones that needed modernizing and improving. And personally, I think they succeed very well. I'm, these are characters that I'm interested to see more mm. show episodes with. I don't know. I kind of wanted to punch Dewey, but oh, yeah. I yeah. like the new Scrooge a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say Scrooge, his update is one of my favorite things about this entire show mm-hmm. because I love him as this has been adventurer that kind of gets roped back into adventure because of his family yeah. and it's kind of the past that this the stinger that i actually was like oh i i'll i'll keep watching for that that's a good yeah with season uh, long mystery yeah which i um which the thing with them doing that with scrooge was that that goes back to the carl barks and then the don rosa comics where that mm-hmm. was his entire thing he earned his money because he was a consummate bad a who went mm-hmm. around and he was in like he traveled the world, he found gold, diamonds, he found everything and forged his empire, and then he went on a on a you know, a decline into becoming what you see here. Well, it's kinda interesting. They play around with the timeline compared to the comics a bit. But the basic mm-hmm. idea is as a young man, Scrooge was an adventurer, became rich doing that, and then he kind of you know, he declined into what we see here, where it's like he's he was a has-been, and it's mm-hmm. the introduction of his family that brings him back into the adventuring lifestyle. Yeah, that the gag with the vultures, I think, was my favorite gag in this entire episode. Which yeah. gag? The gag where there's the three vultures telling him how like the business is doing, and there's oh. basically like everything's going up mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's just totally feels like they're dead. Mm-hmm. They're vultures. 
And Scrooge is just like, yay, everything's going well, and really disappointed. Mm. I think it's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, Yeah, modernizing him to be, like, not doing it for money is, like, both a sign of the times, like, the modern rejection of neoliberalistic principles. Yeah, that's right. I just said that. Parkhouse is smart now. But also... (laughs) But also, like, as a character, it makes him a lot more engaging. Because, like, mm-hmm. Scrooge before, like, yeah, doing it for money when he already had money, which was kind of his drive in the original show, seemed pretty hollow and kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Yep. And him being, like, a retired Indiana Jones who also managed to be rich in the process, it, it it's, it's both modern and a throwback. Because, you know, it's got that old school style, like, going to a native country and pillaging the wealth that's been left there type ideas, which I'm t- totally fine with for this show because it's, it's, it's dog tales, mm-hmm. but like that kind of old school adventure story. That's for the sake of the adventure, not necessarily for the sake of money. Hmm. I mean, he is doing it for prestige and because he wants to steal the same thing Milo wanted in the classic Disney film, Atlantis, <laughs> the lost empire, which is the magical blue diamond that powers the city of Atlantis. This is a but, better version of that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be that hard, but, <laughs> but even that made him feel more likable and you kind of sympathized with the fact that he felt like he was stagnating and getting old and his money mm-hmm. didn't really mean a whole lot to him anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of what, because it does have a lot of sort of thematic references to the, to the books in that the, the history of Scrooge McDuck series is basically the idea, it's the arc is, he starts off young, as, you know, a young boy. His family's poor. He earns his first dime, which is, you know, it's an American dime. He's living in Scotland. The money is worthless to him. He keeps it as a reminder of people are going to try to cheat me. I have to be smarter and tougher than all of those people. And he basically starts earning money for his family. Then he travels to America, starts earning money. He travels the world. And the entire point is he wants to use the money to, you know, help his family to re- buy back their ancestral castle. Um, what does this have to do with the TV show, Derek? It has to do with that it's buying, it's playing off of his actual character, which which was the best version of the character. There's many versions. But well, I won't say version. it's the actual version since there's like, there is like well, 6,000 versions well, of the character. The, well, maybe not the actual version, but the best version as far as I'm concerned, which had a much more sympathetic character arc, but was ultimately a character arc of going from doing it for the right reasons to becoming corrupted by the money and becoming, you know, a bad Mm -hmm. person ultimately, because he does bad things in that story, which they're not addressing directly here, but you kind of get this sort of sense of this is a Scrooge who is undergoing a similar character arc. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you for that. (laughs) Sorry. I had to, I had to Thank show off my knowledge of history. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that I want to, that I want to bring up as a positive, which was, Uh-oh. you mentioned Is this about the book still. It's not about the book. No. Okay. It's about, it's about the stinger that you mentioned, which, um, by the way, if you've gotten this far, uh, spoilers, I love that moment. I already uh, spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, you did. But nonetheless, I figure I may as well mention it, but the moment where Dewey sees the painting, which is shows, scrooge and donald and they're both on an adventure and then part of it is covered because the canvas is ripped so he lifts it up and he see and his react he sees a woman there and he's like mom which what i love about that is that that addresses something that to my knowledge has not been addressed in any other version namely what happened to the boy's mother 
what happened to their parents at all? Where are they? Why are they being raised by Donald? I'm going to be completely honest with you, Derek. Yeah? I never cared. Yeah, well, I I cared. didn't watch DuckTales for the intricate character relations between Huey, Dewey, Louie, their orphanedness, and their uncle. I didn't I, – I mean, that's great, but I really don't care. <laughs> I don't know why – Because you think... have a cold, dead heart. Mm. Well, that being said, Nathan's people. Nathan's Krampusness aside, I thought that moment was <laughs> normal. Fan- people don't care about this. <laughs> Who do you think is listening I, to this podcast? Normal people, I hope. I highly doubt that. But see, the All reason right, that I please, like it, we should post a survey that says, "Do you give a crap about them having a mother?" And we'll, and then you can go take it on the website or please, whatever. Yeah. Please actually take it and make Nathan eat his words. But nonetheless, the reason that For I... For every person that says yes, go find a normal person you know and have them take it. <laughs> you know that that's a trick. Don't listen to him. Yeah, that's right. You don't have any normal friends if you're the kind of person who would say yes on that. Mm, I'm cutting this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it in. No. I'm rethinking all my friendships currently. <laughs> No, As but, you should. No, but see, there's a, the reason why I like that so much is because it's actually promising something different from the original show. Because that's something that was never brought up, and it's something that people that care about this have thought about and wondered. And it's even something that people that like to joke about it have said, what happened to their mother? Okay. But the fact that they're actually introducing the concept of, hey, we're going to address this makes me think, okay, there's going to be a little bit more than just the episodic, let's go on an adventure kind of story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're, they're literally just trying to make this be Gravity Falls. Let's not fool ourselves here. Probably, but I liked Gravity well, Falls, so I'm not going to yeah. complain if I get Gravity Falls with ducks. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we're not in the negatives, but it, it, and we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, so I'm let's a... discuss the art style, because it's been controversial. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to hate it. Actually watching it, I was okay with it. Yeah, I stills. I thought it looked terrible. Mm. It's not my favorite, but it's it works for me. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's, been, it's good enough. Yeah, I. Yeah. I didn't. My first reaction was, well, this is different, but it didn't. It didn't bug me enough to make me think and that, you know, that this would be a bad show because of it. Mm-hmm. And seeing it in motion, I agree. Yeah, I really like it. It's a very it's a nice interpretation of the characters for modern animation. And I kind of like the sort of, it's kind of interesting the way the color palette that they use feel is kind of flat and yet it works for me. Mm-hmm. And so I guess, I, yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess we all liked it. So suck yeah. it haters or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess the last thing that I liked was I felt the pacing was good Yeah. throughout. I was engaged and a, a lot of these types of stories have problems kind of bite-sizing their adventures since they mm. have to fit it in like a half-hour block. That's right. something Gravity Falls did really well and something I feel Gravity Falls didn't do as well when it came to its like long-form uh, story arcs. Mm-hmm. I thought it did its short game really, really good. And DuckTales, I'm, I'm not going to say it captured it as well as Gravity Falls did, but I think it did capture it better than the original show and it mm. was a fun, engaging, little bite-sized adventure. Yeah. That also yeah. served as like an introduction to these characters and what an adventure with this crew will kind of look like. Yeah. So it was fine. And I, mm-hmm. it made me optimistic for hopefully it will get better from here. Cause yeah. to be completely honest, the Gravity Falls pilot was like the worst episode of Gravity Falls. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's, yeah, there's enough 
I enjoyed this um, pilot more than I enjoy some other pilots in the past, and it gives me hope that the show will get a lot better. I mean, sometimes you get a pilot, it's bad, but the rest of the show is good, but sometimes you get a pilot that's good, and you're like, oh, hey, rest of the show is going to be even better, which is kind of how Gravity Falls was for me. So you wanted to talk about the negatives? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, Can we start with the voice cast? (laughs) Well, because my negative with them was... Donald Duck was really hard to understand. Yeah. And everybody else, I, I've heard them many times. Like, Scrooge sounded like David Tennant for at least the first 20 minutes. Uh, Dewey sounded like Jean Raffio from Parks and Rec for at least 20 minutes. Hmm. I'm trying to remember. Huey, I think, is the guy from Community. Is Abed from Webby Community. Webby was uh, Kate Mayuchi. I don't know how to say her last name, but oh my yeah. gosh. Like, mm. she sounds like her so much. It's Yeah. Yeah. By the end of the episode, I was fine, but at the beginning, it's just like, wow, I this is really pulling me out of the story. Kate One, was... not understanding Donald, and two, feeling like, oh, I've heard all these people in other places. They sound different here, or same. Kate was the only one that really bothered me, because I don't particularly, I'm not like the biggest fan of her to begin with. Mm. She did grow on me by the end. Uh, I thought Tenet was perfect, honestly. Yeah. He was the, only, re- the only reason why I agreed to watch this was because Tenant was Scrooged. Let me be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> Tenant was the reason why I was excited about this in the first place. I was pretty excited about him, too. I just felt like at the beginning, I was like, oh, it's the Doctor. But then by the end, I felt like it was not. So yeah, I think it succeeded. Well, he gets to actually use his real accent in this show, unlike <laughs> Doctor Who, we has to fake mm-hmm. an English one. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking about Donald a bit is... It's weird because that is Donald's voice. That is his voice actor. He's being an accurate Donald, but so much of what he's used for is just for the Donald gets angry and starts making Donald Duck noises and it's funny. But when you actually have him seeing him be a, you know, a worried guardian of his nephews and seeing him actually have to have conversations and emote, I really wished for some subtitles because there was a lot I had to... struggle to understand what he was saying which yeah it's it's kind of weird i think this kind of showed me why he wasn't in the original ducktales so much why they shipped him off with the navy because mm-hmm. it would have made it very difficult to understand him i still want him on the show but i'm going to have to work hard to be able to understand what he says the nephews before all had the same voice as him yeah just they, like, they had duck voices yeah yeah I thought they did a good job with Donald in this show, to be honest. Yeah. I know we're out of the positives, but just have to bring that up. I wish I, I could understand, but I think as a character, he fit as like the side character, I guess, that was mm-hmm. the doting parent. I thought that was good. Yeah. Well, and it works with Donald getting wrapped up into the bad guy's plan and not realizing what he's doing and then trying to make things safer and making it worse for everyone. Yeah, I found that they did a really good job of making him an admirable character in that, especially the scene where he's protecting dewey from the fire um like struggling to do that it's like you know he's giving it his all to protect his nephew which was a really good character moment and also the fact that by the end of the you know by the end of the pilot he's kind of he's learned a lesson and you can i kind of buy i buy it what's mm-hmm. what what lesson what's the lesson that he learned the lesson that you learn that marlin learned in finding nemo that you don't you sh- maybe you shouldn't be too overprotective but you, but you just said him being overprotective of his nephew was a positive character trait. Yeah, but they play it. I mean, they play it off as him being overbearing, 
while at the same time it being, you know, it is a positive character trait, but maybe toned down a little bit. I don't know. Uh, I didn't get that. I just got that he was a parent. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah. And, a parent I, that has, like, stress management issues. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, he's not, though. Well, that's, so. yeah, that's kind of the point. But yeah, I, I also like the idea of how they... But we're not in likes. Sorry. Just last thing. I like that they play up the idea that he used to have, you know, go on adventures. I, and that he's had a falling out with Scrooge. I'm pretty yeah. sure you already said that. Did I? Well, I wanted to emphasize it. You're talking it. about the painting. I wanted to emphasize it. Okay. And I don't well, really I'm have naked. that much negative to say about this. Okay, I'm good. Because really I have a lot. It. Because I can actually be critical. Fair so, <laughs> Huey, Dewey, and Louie, um, I'm going to scratch this up to being a pilot. But their characters either were almost unnoticeable or grating. Dewey in particular, I wanted to punch. And I understand his character arc was to kind of work with Scrooge to make him Scrooge realize he's a competent adventurer and that he should care about his family. Mm-hmm. Execution-wise, the Dewey's dialogue and his interaction, he didn't learn anything out of it when he was the one who also needed to learn a lesson and not be a giant dummy never paid off and there was a whole side arc of i don't remember which duck but with webby trying to convince her to lie to her grandmother oh, and yeah. she was bad at it that was that louis had, right i think it was louis that had no payoff at all that was just but took a bunch of time i was like supposed to try to like establish some sort of character development that these characters had but didn't have a payoff and again that that to me screams like when a pilot you kind of throw as much stuff as, in as you can and see what sticks with audiences and see what doesn't and you scrap it and I'm pretty sure that's going to get scrapped yeah. but like it, it was not good and it was a waste of of my time <laughs> frankly I'd be curious to see if each episode focuses on one of the brothers and you know their moments of learning things like how do we had in this episode Maybe they're rotating through the three brothers, and you know each episode will have a new brother, new problem. We'll see. They just scream so much of the stereotypes of children in this mm-hmm. in a Disney adventure style movie, and maybe that's because Gravity Falls was so popular. Probably, mm-hmm. but yeah. there was an extent of it that I felt like I couldn't connect with them because they were cliches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is well, I guess the question here is with any of the criticisms that we have which I find your criticisms of the boys' characters fair. It didn't bug me. Um, but would you say, if you were in a position where you weren't committing to any kind of podcast review of this show, would it stop you from watching the next episode? I don't know. I wouldn't have even watched it if we hadn't done it for this show, because I was like... Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I was, I don't, I'm an adult now. <laughs> I don't have that much nostalgia for DuckTales. I probably would have watched the pilot, and I don't know. I, I will probably watch the next one, but something I think that Gravity Falls had that this show absolutely does not is when I was done watching the first Gravity Falls episode, I was chomping at the bit to watch the yeah. next episode. And with this mm-hmm. one, I'm like, all right, I'll probably watch it. Mm. And like, that's still fine because I didn't just drop the show, right. but it lacks something that I think it's the wit. I think it's the wit and the, the humor in gravity falls was sharp and yeah. the humor yeah. in the show is kind of the generic 2010 teens with or kids with attitudes type humor. And so it's a difference between like the Lego movie and 
I don't know, minions. That's kind of an unfair comparison because I don't think it's like minions. But like, yeah, I was gonna say, wow, that's pretty low. It's a little harsh, but th- there is a distinct. There is kind of a moment where a light bulb flicks for me, and it becomes like, okay, this show is actually really kind of smart. Yeah. And DuckTales was good, and it, I would, if I had kids, I'd totally be like, yeah, man, totally watch the show. It's great. But it didn't click that button for me as an adult like Gravity Falls does yeah. or did because I guess it's over. First episode to first episode. It is not as good as Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls, for me, was something really special. And a lot of the positive feelings I'm feeling for this DuckTales reboot is the fact that I was obsessed with these characters when I was a kid. And coming from that point of view, I kind of feel like they do a good enough job that they've got me really excited. But a lot of that is from the baggage that I bring with me to this show. I think Gravity Falls had a bit of an edge to it. Yeah. Yeah. That yep. too, yeah. I think they probably are worried about having a, too much of an edge with something that is such a Disney branded yeah. product. I mean, it's it has a Y seven. Yeah, that is that's kind of what I was thinking. Is that Gravity Falls had the advantage of being, you know, an original property. Meanwhile, there's always going to be restrictions placed on the Ducktales characters mm-hmm. for partially the same reason why we really don't see any Mickey Mouse TV show. Because they can't do anything... Besides Disney Junior. Well, yeah. Well, it's like they can't do anything interesting with Mickey because, you know, you threaten the the brand. Yeah, exactly. And so with DuckTales, it's slight... There's less control, obviously, because we've got the show. But at the same time, there's always going to be that element of control, which, personally, I'm prepared to deal with. Just because I got enough out of this to really be annoyed at the fact that the next episode is not for another month. I'm not saying, I'm, for the record, I'm not saying DuckTales should have an edge. In fact, I kind of like that it doesn't. Mm. It's kind of a wholehearted, fun adventure romp, yeah. which, again, feels like a homage to the Disney Afternoon style of cartoons. I just felt that if they're also going to try and make the characters witty banterers, they should actually be witty. They yeah. shouldn't just be playing off of, I guess, generic things that make kids laugh. No one said, this is so awesome at any point, which makes me really happy because I freaking hate that phrase in every kid's movie. Nah. But they have to tell you that it's awesome because, you know, you couldn't just figure it out because you're an idiot, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it had props for that because, like, a lot of shows do that. No, no. I, I, I feel like this show could either be really good, it could elevate itself, or it could end up just being kind of a mediocre and mm. that's the end of it. And, you know, a mediocre, above average DuckTales reboot is still better than, I guess, no DuckTales reboot. Mm-hmm. Which, so I'm, you know, Bring it. Like I'm I I will watch episode two and see if I feel like this is elevating itself. <laughs> I just want to see Gizmo Duck. That's really why. But. Oh yeah. <laughs> From the opening that we got like halfway through, I liked seeing the different character designs, kind of looking at them and saying, Oh hey, look, it's the Beagle Boys, it's these other people. So I'm interested to see what they do with some of those characters and how they redesign them. I think they that opening to... made me more excited than anything yeah. else. It was solid. I was surprised. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that song will be stuck in the head of a new generation. It wasn't as catchy as the first one, but it's still yeah. catchy. I kind of like um, Glomgold's redesign because in the original, he was basically the same body type, um, you know, body type as Scrooge, mm-hmm. as Scrooge and Donald and any adult duck. But I like that they actually put some diversity into his design by making him heavier set. Okay, and for the record, he was actually like one of the characters I felt was actually kind of witty. Yeah, like he, he was, he was actually he was pretty funny. Well, yeah, I love I love kind of love that joke where every time Donald said something that was you know came from him being worried about his family and Glomgold interpreted as 
oh, you're you want to keep them alive so we can torture them later. Right. I like that. I like that he made an employee training video that was basically just talking about how amazing he was, and I like <laughs> that he. I like that he kept telling that his employees were his greatest treasure, but no, actually, treasure's the greatest treasure. 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 I mean, it's called treasure. Like, <laughs> Glongold throughout was entertaining, and I think yeah. he, he he kind of had that – Scrooge was a little bit like that. I kind of hope that they take a bit of that quirky sharpness and give it Scrooge because mm-hmm. I think it, it'll it fit his character better. And it was a good contrast. Honestly, well, a good contrast, but there is a contrast between that and the jokes that the, like – the nephews make which are weak frankly yeah so well yeah the nephews have always been kind of a tricky set of characters to deal with because usually they're basically the same person there's just three of them so i like that at least the effort was made to differentiate them and that i can pretty i can tell there's a difference in personality between the three of them which is more Mm -hmm. than i can say for a lot of other versions of these characters well i mean it's uh webby is mabel well, but yeah. then they tried to smush all three ducks into. Oh my gosh, I forgot the main character's name. Gravity Falls. Dipper. 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 Yeah. Which I don't know if that's going to work as three separate characters. That is actually a concern I have. Is that mm. they're gonna they're gonna give them all two dimensional character traits like Dewey had in this episode that all should be mashed together into one three dimensional character that is literally Dipper. So <laughs> again, yeah, it's that kind of C thing. At this point, there's potential for them to do something amazing, and there's potential for them to completely drop the ball. It's kind of hard to be definitive, but... Well, I'm kind of looking forward to see what happens. Yeah, I would say that, yeah, I'm excited about what we're going to see, but I'm, you know, I'm kind of, I am have a strange obsession for these characters, because they're the earliest characters that I can remember liking when I was a I'm- kid. Never been on a podcast with you before about having strange obsessions with characters, Derek. <sighs> Not, that's yeah. code for Derek writes fan fiction about it. Don't you tempt the fates. It could happen. Derek already has written fanfic about oh, this, okay, I'm sure. It's done. Uh, it's already done. <laughs> DuckTales Season 1, Episode 1. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... All right, well... We're for time, so final thoughts and rating. We can't rank it because it's the only one, so yeah. it's on top and on bottom. Congratulations, Woo! top to of the Tales list. Reboot. You did it. You're the best and worst episode in the Ducktales well, reboot. No I mean, cares. technically, technically, they're two separate episodes. They're just I'm aired not, together. No, no, they're no. one. <laughs> they're one episode. All right, fair enough. Because if they're not that first, it, it makes no sense. So, anyone final? Th- I thought it was fine. It was a weaker Gravity Falls. It didn't screw up DuckTales, which <laughs> I, I'm not going to give it bonus points for not screwing up DuckTales. We should not be satisfied with things just not ruining things we mm. liked in our childhood. That's stupid. It's like giving freaking Force Awakens a pass because it wasn't terrible garbage and it was just thoroughly mediocre. But at least it was fine. And this is like the Force Awakens. Actually, I think mm. it would be better than Force Awakens because it actually adds character depth. So yeah. either way, it's getting three stars. Hmm. I look forward to seeing what they do with it, but it could go either way at this point. So, yeah. I'm giving it a four stars. I don't have as much nostalgia as Derek does for these characters, but I thought they did a good job. And I'm really excited to see more, especially Scrooge. To be fair, I don't have context because I don't watch other Disney animated stuff in the current day and age. So this might be like a godsend because the only other Disney film I watch is Gravity Falls and I'm being unfair. <laughs> but it's too late because I don't care. So mm-hmm. deal with it. I've yeah. seen some cartoons, like not Disney, 
and even a few Disney cartoons, I think this one is significantly better than the other cartoons I've seen. Mm. I kind of imagine that was the case, but whatever. Yeah. It's too late, I said three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, three stars is fair. Um, I mean, if we're going off of how hyped I am for this series going in, I'd say five stars. But at the same time, this is the first episode we've seen. I have no context, and we've seen... Well, you'll see how that bites me in the butt as the main <laughs> podcast comes out. But Yeah, just remember the, his rating for Oliver and Company because we're not going to let him forget. Oh, like they could forget. <laughs> but I... Derek started off with a strong five. It only goes up from here. <laughs> I'm going to... Yeah, you know what? Yes, five stars. <laughs> this was five star entertainment value for me. So what would you give Gravity Falls? Five to I guess it doesn't matter. In, yeah, five to the power of infinity. <laughs> we're not we're not rating this in context, so who cares? So, yeah. all right. If this was in context, you. So it's like a four average across three of us, which yeah. I think is I think is good. I I'm fair. fine with that. I like it, and I look forward to seeing if they either totally ruin this series or they elevate it beyond its pilot. So balls in your court, David Tennant. <laughs> <laughs> Only not. So. That's been our little spinoff show that went longer than it was supposed to. Um, we will be back whenever the second DuckTales episode comes out. In the meantime, uh, hopefully we actually have other content for you. If not, I'm sorry. Uh, blame Derek. So, in the, And if you want to blame Derek, you can contact him at... Burning Lizard on Twitter. And I'm at The Useless God on Twitter where you can tell me that how wrong and stupid I am and this DuckTales reboot was literally the second coming of Jesus in duck form. Do it. Yeah. And tell me as well. (laughs) You can contact me at binge watch fan. And also you can complain to me about Nathan and I will commiserate. Send and feel free to send me messages saying how freaking revealing that Huey doing Louie have a mom literally saved your childhood and changed your life and converted you to Buddhism and made you transcendental or whatever. I don't freaking care. Just send me it and tell me how wrong I am. I don't, whatever, man. Man, you just don't get it, man. It's, it's been decades, and finally they're going to address it. You're right. There was this gaping hole in my brain about not knowing Huey, Dewey, and Louie, the identical triplet ducks from the original DuckTales' intricate character backstory. Are you saying oh, intricate character backstory is a bad thing? I'm saying no one cared. They don't need an intricate character <laughs> backstory. They're freaking duck children that are the same except one has a hat also i'd like to point out they're now the same colors as alvin and the chipmunks and the red one is wearing a hat just like alvin from alvin and the chipmunks so plagiarism <laughs> confirmed Uh-oh. so All expect right. a live action movie anytime yeah they could do no. worse if they start a band where they sing in squeaky quack voices then they really should probably get sued <laughs> didn't they do that in like quack pack or house of mouse oh geez I never watched Quack Pack, surprisingly enough. Let me think. Oh, wait. I don't care, so I don't know. Huh. Anyway, that's been our show. I'm sorry you had to listen to this. Go watch DuckTales. It's good. See you all later. Good. See you in four years when the next episode comes out and then Derek posts about it. Goodbye.
four well. years. Uh, well, you know Disney's release schedule. No, yes, well, that's Derek, your release. I know your, your release. release schedule is this has to be up by Saturday noon. Opening and ending music by at Ben Sound. Podcast cover art by Nathan Rackley at Drawakir on Twitter.